Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley. Hey, girl. Hey, what's going on? We're back. And we back. And we back. And we back. And we back. We back and we still black. What's good? Speaking of being black, me trying to keep up with these young women out here in these streets. So (laughs) I got my toes painted white and it's not doing it for me, Ashley. It feels like, you know what it feels like for me? And maybe this is part of our generation. It feels like someone used white out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie to y'all. I am so on this white trend nails and toes oh crispy it looks so crispy to me be like sweetie it's not doing it you as you can see I love the obscure design on a good nude so I did the white toes no it's not doing it for me actually Mm. well that's good though because people be trying to play white now like it's so generic and everybody does it and I'm like but wait I'm new to this white life so let me enjoy myself Exactly. Like I still do the spectrum, right? I still do a variety of colors. As boring as I am, loving black for my wardrobe. I love bright colors for like nails and stuff. The neon greens, the yellows, the pinks. Well, maybe not the neons. You know me. I stick to the wines, (laughs) the the reds, the pinks, the purples. Neon green was my ish for a minute, and I like to do it it at least once every summer. I have to have a yellow moment, and I have to have a neon green moment. Yes. I yes. did a green moment for my nails, trying to, you know, live up the jewel tone moment. Mm-hmm. And it, the green wasn't hitting the way I needed it to. You know what I mean? And the next jewel tone I would probably consider outside of my regular red spectrum would be like a cobalt blue or something mm. along those lines. I'm, I'm, I'm open to that. I honestly wish I could have the palette of all the colors in a nail shop at some point in time just to try them all. There used to be a woman that I would go to the nail shop. We'd have an appointment on the same day. And for some reason, she and I would always get the same color. That so, is too funny. I yeah, love so it. If I would see her even coming out the door, I'd be like, so what are we doing today? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up choosing the same thing. Because it's also a vibe. It's a mood. It's it is what activity are you about to go do? a vibe. Yes. You know, there have been moments where I go into the salon and, and I'll be like, I have not felt inspired. So it's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be what, and especially when you get a lady who knows you, I, my, my lady that I love right now, she did my nails and she's like, let me do a design. I was like, okay. And she did it. And I'm like, you know me so well. And I see, love I appreciate this relationship. That. I love nail artists, right? Cause there are some exactly. people who do nails and there are some people who are nail artists. Speak on it. but I'm surprised you don't like white though because with our skin tone I feel like white just pops on black women so beautifully and I have white toes right now and I'm mine are currently white on Sunday and I may do white again (laughs) we'll see what happens (laughs) I'm gonna stick to the big apple reds that I'm used to (laughs) you and my mama my mama loves red you will not catch me that's the one color that I never do is red interesting never never and then it evolved to a fuchsia you can't tell me nothing with a fuchsia (laughs) can nobody tell me nothing okay (laughs) so ashley we are back and there has been so much that has been going on in the news and so we have a lot to cover let's get started with our quick headlines so let's start off very very happy ashley one of our faves, 
the GOAT, Simone Biles, married her love, Jonathan Owens, in a very intimate uh, wedding. Like, they went to the courthouse. Like, Mm -hmm. it was so surprising to see that, um, honestly, because she's been gearing up for this wedding, you know, us along with millions of other people follow her on social media. She had the bridal party going out of town on a beach and everything like that. And so when she was like, yeah, we got our license, we're getting married. I did not expect her and her handsome football husband to go down to the courthouse with a $120 dress and $35 shoes. Like I was not expecting it. She's the Simone Biles. I guess I did anticipate like a Vera Wang moment, anything, you know, doing it big. Ashley, what are your thoughts on the this happy couple? So I guess what is surprising at first was that I did think this was the only wedding. But then when I was reading that this is only the first wedding that was at the courthouse, I was like, oh, okay, now it makes more sense. This is the first wedding that they had to do to get married legally in the U.S. because their actual wedding is a destination wedding. So, yeah, so the actual wedding is about to be a to-do, right? But what saddens me is because of the criticism people are trying to have about her hair, is she even going to be as excited to post her real I shouldn't say real, but her second wedding photos because people just want to steal her joy a little bit. But I was definitely excited to see it. I know that they had been planning it for a while. I didn't realize and remember that they met on Raya till again, I was reading about. (gasps) Yeah, this was a glamour article I was reading. And I was like, I did not know that or know much, I guess, about your relationship beyond, you know, the tidbits here and there I'd hear about during the uh, interview. She talked about him and vice versa. But yeah, so their real wedding is still pending, Delora, and I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. I should stop saying real wedding. Their second wedding, I'm sure it's going to be gorgeous. Because I'm looking at two articles now and they are not mentioning the later wedding. So it's the event, um, the articles from the day of... well, it looks like it looks like they're saying she told fans about the next wedding in an Instagram Q and A. So it. yeah, got it. So everybody may not have captured that information, probably. Well, thank you for that information. I mean, either way, I'm happy for her. They obviously went on a beach somewhere. Um, in the meantime, so mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that's part of the the ceremonial service, yeah, or. A I quick, think so. Is it? I think okay. so. Because she was even saying, again, in the article I'm reading, that they didn't even use their real wedding bands in this wedding. They The ones they have for this wedding came from Amazon because they're saving their real wink. I can't speak. Their real rings for the big day. So, yeah, I think it's going to be really special. And I'm looking forward, again, if she decides to release more pictures and photos, I'm excited to see what the glamour is going to be all about the day Absolutely. Of. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, Ashley. So while we were out, a lot has gone on in terms of our media landscape. And we are going to highlight several quick headlines under this umbrella. So last week in particular, I got notification that Tucker Carlson was out at Fox. And when I tell you... I broke out in a song and dance. Can you feel the brand new day? Can you feel the... Okay. Shout out to the Wiz. But in the middle of my two-step, I saw that Don Lemon was out at CNN. Right. It was like the next breath. Literally, Ashley. And I was saddened by that. But boy, oh boy, when you look at these allegations for Don, it's like, oh, okay, this makes a little bit more sense. And it's been, um, it's been coming around the mountain apparently, but Tucker Carlson in particular, it's just one of those things where I thought he was too big to fail. Like all these banks, (laughs) 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 Ashley, 
is it fair to have both of these departures in the same conversation? And then two, what do you think they'll do next? Is it fair to have it in the same conversation? I hate having to have it in the same conversation because when I saw the Tucker Carlson news to your point, I definitely was happy to see it, to hear it, first heard it, uh, first saw it rather from Van Lathan on Instagram, then immediately went to Twitter and just scrolled through all the comments and all everybody's opinions and all that. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of a relief. Like, I know he's going to end up going somewhere and still have some version of a platform, but it is a bit of a relief for me at least. And then in the next breath, Don Lemon. And it's like, could I not just savor this moment? I know. Could we not have a little lap around the track before (laughs) we have to hear (laughs) this next bit of news? My victory lap. (laughs) It's like Republicans were like, huh, not so fast. (laughs) <laughs> we got one of y'all's too. Okay. So yeah, it, 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 whether it's fair, I don't know, because I, I don't know any of these dudes. And honestly, I don't have a lot even invested in Don Lemon these days, but it just felt like, damn, I would have loved to just savor it a little bit longer when Tucker got the boot. I'll say that. So Absolutely. And Again, when it comes to Tucker's departure, a lot of people are speculating that, hey, it's because of the recent settlement with Dominion voting systems Mm -hmm. costing Fox a major check when it comes to their settlement. And then also it's been (laughs) in that trial, it came out that Tucker also talk sugar honey i see about his superiors at fox and some people speculated that was that not the misogyny or racist things that he said on air for many many years um but i think the one that makes the most sense is the upcoming lawsuit with a former employee she is complaining that he had a very unhealthy work environment having Bikini-clad pictures of Nancy Pelosi on the walls. Mm-hmm. There's also another lawsuit pending for Fox, so they got to clear them books somehow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't take Lee, but ah. Anyway, um, and then when it comes <laughs> to Don Lemon, people apparently believe that this was a long time coming. Honestly, I thought it was going to be really ugly considering when when i first heard about don lemon it was his weird social media statement i'm like what app did he use to type this out i wonder but in this statement he claimed after 17 years at cnn no one had the decency to talk to him directly he had to get this news from his agent but there was a an interesting article that came out earlier this year um and variety that really talked about him, you know, not being nice to his coworkers, having mm. diva, uh, devo tendencies and showing misogyny towards his female colleagues. And so, and I'm sure we all know that comment he made about Nikki Haley being out of her prime. I would like to highlight that that was, it was not ideal for him to say that however the conversation was about biting being old right Right. so he was trying to do a whole comeback it's kind of like the equivalent of you know a white person trying to defend a black person and saying the wrong things it's like i know with him being gay he thinks yeah i could talk about women like this on air no you can't sir you can't. you can't be calling women outside a prime over 40 like what mm-hmm. <laughs> oh anyway let's go ahead and go to our next quick headline this is a follow-up to what we discussed uh i don't want to say two quick headlines ago and that at that time it was pending on whether or not the WGA will go on strike 
And we now live in a day and age that they have officially gone on strike. The Writers Guild of America wants Hollywood top studios and networks to regulate their use of AI on creative projects. You know, they want, um, I'm looking at NBC News. AI can't write or rewrite literary material, can't be used as source material, and an NBA-covered material can't be used to train AI. Also, what's prominent in these discussions is, bitch, better have my money. (laughs) (laughs) In light of the world of streaming, you know, TV is not the same way it used to be when it comes to studios paying their writers, thinking about the days of syndication. Think the playing field is much different. Ashley, did this come to you as a surprise? No. I mean, after I looked more into it, especially after we talked about it, it seemed inevitable, especially because I was reading that these are actually grievances that have been going on for a while but was just delayed by COVID. So obviously there are things that these writers have been wanting, fighting for, advocating for, for a minute. And because negotiations not only stalled, but it seemed like from what I was reading, stonewalled to a certain extent, um, it seemed like it was inevitable. Again, unfortunate for us uh, as consumers that we may hit a point, but I do hope that that we may hit a point where we're not getting the content. But I said this and I mean this, that I do hope the writers get what is it they're asking for, which is a fair living wage. Um, I read a really in-depth article by Vulture about the strike and about, uh, you know, answering questions about, you know, what the WGA is looking for and all this and that. And one of the biggest things that I didn't note that you were mentioning about AI was that this isn't the first time that there's been new technology introduced that they've had to negotiate with. They also had to do this with home video back in the Mm. 80s. And at that time, the WGA was really burned by the by the tactics that the studios essentially used and wrote in, um, kind of saying, well, wow. kind of evaluate it as we move forward. And so it it really cut them out on the revenue side. So I think there's bigger conversations to be had right now for them, for sure. But I also think that it's going to be very important for the future because we know technology is not going anywhere. It's only moving faster, getting crazier. So absolutely. We'll see what happens to Laura, but I'm I'm siding with the writers for sure. 100%. Speaking of the media, Meta, parent company of Facebook, they have laid off 21,000 jobs, two rounds, one in November, one in March. And one of the most notable things that they've dropped is Facebook watch originals. And that's including red table talk. I was really surprised to see this, not to say that it, I guess I just didn't expect Facebook to just cut out a major part of their um, app when it comes to creating content it's worth noting that Nick Cannon <laughs> on his new podcast was talking about this and he called it toxic table. I'm trying so hard not to laugh hysterically right now, but he called it a- the audacity for me. He said, and I quote, that was royalty, Will and Jada. Then they brought it to the table and I don't want to know all that sugar honey iced tea about y'all I just want to mind my black owned business and I don't want to be up everybody's else's kitchen keep that stuff to y'all sales so we have to sit here and look at photo after photo of him with every baby mama when she's pregnant Every child during the major holidays, it's a running joke about him having to be everywhere at once for Mother's Day. Like, I'm just confused as to 
the thought process behind him of all people making these statements while he has one of his baby mothers as a DJ on the show that he, the podcast he now does. Yeah. It's the discussion on whether or not he's getting a vasectomy for me. Whereas like, he's never getting a vasectomy. Keeping things to yourself. He's never getting a vasectomy. Ashley, Red Table Talk is actively looking for a new home. But what I will say is it has definitely made a splash. (laughs) To say the least. In culture. Yes. Did you know there was a spinoff with Gloria Stefan? Absolutely. Had no idea. Highlighting Latinas or the Latina X community. Red Table Talk Stefan's. It happened in 2020. I was today years old when I found out this information. Not that I have ever watched a single full episode of Red Table Talk because I do not watch the show. No, not at all. Never. I've seen clips. You didn't didn't watch the Entanglement episode? Was that a full episode? Yes. Okay, then I've watched that one then. I thought that was like, so it seems so brief because how long are their episodes usually? Like 30 minutes? Was that 30 minutes? Yeah. Okay, well then- well, then that is the only one then that I've ever watched, I guess. I was oh, thinking that was just like a it was clip. really good. It was really good. It was really good because it really got to the heart of the matter. But then I feel like it felt like it took a turn when the entanglement conversation came into play. And it reminds me of that conversation of it's like the most spiritual friend is the one that needs the most help type of conversation. <laughs> Have you ever heard people say that, like, the one who is more likely to F stuff up is the one that's always constantly looking for a higher power? No. (laughs) Well, what the analogy I would think of is, like, every therapist needs a therapist, right? Because a lot of times they're (laughs) just as messed up, if possibly not dealing with more than their patients. So I started watching Shrinking, by the the way, and um, hilarious. So, and he needs a lot of help. I love that show. <laughs> I'm really going to have to recap that one. I really enjoyed that show. Like I said, but, Apple TV is stepping it up, aren't they? Yeah, anyway. but hopefully they can keep that ball rolling because they're currently being pushed by the phone that you refuse to buy. <laughs> yeah. They they are going to be hard pressed when they leave Tay Lasso. That's going to be hard. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Anyway, I'm getting us all off track. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back no to worries. Red Table Talk. Red Table Talk. Do you think they'll find a new home? I do. I do think somebody else will pick it up because it has been, even though I don't know monetarily how successful it's been and what the ROI has been on it for Facebook Watch, I just think be based on the, you know, interest, public interest, especially um, on that show and on probably the content that's come out that somebody will be interested. And we have all these competing streamers and things going on right now. I I feel like they'll definitely find a new home. What about you? I support the writers, but I'm saying this based off of the behavior that happened back in 27, 27, 2007, 2008, the turn to reality television, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can see a network picking them up and you know using it as an excuse of like well it's cheaper than a scripted show yeah. honestly speaking of um going back to reality tv apparently with dancing with the stars we'll talk about this a little bit later too they're gonna simulcast it on disney plus and on network ABC. television okay. yeah and when i saw that move i'm like oh they're already are they already trying to fill the gaps, you know, not knowing how long this strike is going to last? So, Probably. yeah. I th- you know who I think will make a great home for Red Table Talk potentially? Oh, who? Now that I've gotten a subscription to them for the sake of the recap we're going to do next week, <laughs> Peacock. They already have Bel Air. They focus a lot on content that reaches the same audience, I feel, as Very the folks true. Thinking who about watch Red Table Talk. Yeah. Yeah. You have Praise This, you have Bel Air, you have, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that it would be uh, a good fit. Hmm. 
I think you're right, Ashley. All right, so we're going to finish up our quick highlights and pay our respects to some legends. So we're going to start off with Lynn Goodman. We talked about him, Dancing with the Stars. He passed away on April 22nd. It just was so sad to hear this news because he just retired from the show. I know. Um, and it was it was fun to find out that like he didn't begin his dancing career until he was like a grown ass man, uh, <laughs> and he was uh, the head judge on both the UK's version and the United States version of Dancing with the Stars. So I just wanted to give him you know some acknowledgement and just again this one really saddens me ashley any thoughts on lynn goodman yeah it definitely came as a shock i was like didn't he just announce his retirement it's one of those things that was like i've known people in the workforce who once they retire they have a major health issue because people mm -hmm. will say when you were some people when they retired they lose that sense of purpose I don't think that was necessarily it because I know he had cancer, but that's what I was thinking when I first heard the news. I was like, I hope that's not the case. I hope he, you know, um, was not that devastated by, um, you know, his departure. But I think overall, what I think about with Lynn is I feel like he got to live a life doing what he loved and being a part of something that he loved and being a part of his passion, which I'm so happy for. And I hope that we all get a chance to, to live a life uh, of purpose in that way. Beautifully said, Ashley. Another pop culture icon, Jerry Springer, passed away April 27th. Another shocker. Yes, at the age of 79 years old. Uh, former mayor of Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. That's always a fun fact for me. <laughs> Got into some shenanigans in Cincinnati as well. Apparently, Ashley, but we know him because he raised our generation, apparently, after school. <laughs> Change. You talk about somebody who changed the television landscape forever. When I tell you, I was not allowed to watch Jerry Springer. <laughs> I don't know if I've... I brought this up in some time recap nation, but my parents are very strict on what we consumed when it came to like music, TV, television. And yeah, Jerry Springer didn't make the cut. Doesn't mean I <laughs> hadn't watched the show before, but man, oh man. And again, storied career. He even had his own show um, as Judge Jerry. Yes. Jerry. In the uh, last couple of years, we picked yes. it up when I was still with my last company. So, yeah, we did. We aired it. Still, I'm sure they're still airing it as we speak. Mm, yeah. Uh, very sad. And um, he died of pancreatic cancer. What a life, Jerry. Can't wait for the biopic. Jerry. Jerry. I mean, what used to get me about Jerry Springer was that very serious moment he would have at the end of every episode, like the reflection. Yes. And I'm like, how do you have a show that was that wild? And yet you have this moment of like contemplation at the end of the episode. It was just such a unique format and formula. So, you know, he's also one of those people who... um He's in the same boat as Maury, who went into probably television with a particular idea, but then decided to just go ahead and catch that wave based <laughs> off of popularity. And I heard somebody, I heard somebody say that they were rivals and I'm like, but Maury, he had a different format for years before he turned into the paternity yes. test king. Yes. Yes. He used to have all types of shows. Exactly. We also have the great Harry Belafonte, who passed away on April 25th at the age of 96 years old. 
this man is gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite picture of all time is him biting on Dorothy Dandridge's face. I'm like the chemistry that they had in that freaking movie, Carmen. I... There are three things I think of with Harry Belafonte. I think of how fine he was. Yes. I think of him being the leading man next to Dorothy Dandridge. Yes. And I think obviously of him being um, so heavily involved in the civil rights movement. So those are the the three things I think of. And what a life, sir. What a storied life. Like the fact that he, I recently saw CBS does amazing job profiling artists um actor singers what have you and um his came up from several years ago and mother originally from jamaica very poor he moved to new york he started singing he brought calypso music to the masses with his hit deo deo exactly and then went into acting and then went into civil rights like storied like I love 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 you know everybody likes to say this thing that oh life is short but no when I think of his life I think of that saying life is long life can be long and beautiful and you have time to explore new things and be different things and I feel like his life is an example of that and he died the way I think we all hope to warm in our bed yep at a good age yep feeling like you know we did what we were put here to do at least that's how I hope he felt because that's what we perceive so agreed All right, let's get into our hot topic. The Met Gala. The first Monday in May, we are back full-fledged post-COVID. I say that because the first Met after COVID-19 was like in the fall. You remember that? (laughs) What was the theme? I don't remember that one, but then we had last year and now this year which is in honor of carl carl lagerfeld the famed designer it says carl lagerfeld a line of beauty and the it wasn't quite the red carpet on monday but it was full of his signature black white tweed flowers gloves sunglasses ashley what was your impression of this year's met gala i loved many 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 looks from this year's met gala it was so hard like i put together a list and i'm like but there were 210 looks that vogue gave me yep and it was so difficult to condense I know there's controversy over Carl Lagerfeld being yep. the theme of the Met Gala because he was of a messy person <laughs> thoughts and ideals and all of that. So putting any putting that that aside and focusing strictly on the fashion yes. itself, it was a night. It, it was, was a night. vibe. You know what? I think this is the most on theme I've seen the Met in a very long time. And I loved it. You talk about wearing black. I wear black so much that my own husband calls me a ninja. (laughs) So how am I just now hearing this? Oh girl, all the time. And what I also love is black and white. So for me, Mm -hmm. this is my life. I I was getting my entire life on this carpet. I love all things black and white. (laughs) I don't even know where to begin, Ashley. Let's talk about your favorites. Ooh, like I said, this was hard to condense, my God. But I'm going to first give it up to our boy Trevor Noah because 
Really? When Trevor stepped when Trevor stepped on the carpet with straight backs, I was like, oh, we're done. We're done. I'm done. Why hasn't he done it sooner? He looked good. From head to toe. Literally. Vibe. And Tom Brown. Loved those freaking shoes, too. I was like, bro, I just cannot. Mm. First of all, I'm just going to help go ahead and say it. Tom Brown was the designer of the night for me. Literally almost anybody on his roster was giving me life. And we're talking everyone from Janelle Monet to Tiana Taylor. Um, who else? Tiana with the hip cuts. Like who even knew that you can make hip cuts sexy <laughs> if not for Tiana Taylor? Well, Tiana Taylor can make a t-shirt sexy. She so can. She, Boy. she has this uncanny ability, right? So my designers are all over the place. Anne Hathaway and Versace. Yes. yes. Mer- Miranda Priestley would approve. That's all I have to say. You know what I love? Carl had a very close relationship with Versace and Anne talks about how there was a lot of vintage on the carpet, you know, from his past collections. And her hairpiece was one of his signature flowers. Um from his time at Chanel. I just thought that was fun. Wow. Good gym. Kerry Washington. Yep. And Michael Kors, along with the inclusion of her husband's jacket after a while, because I'm sure it was cold. Oh, I love it. She body yaddy yaddy in that one. She's all Kerry Washington is flawless to me, uh 99.9% of the time. <laughs> This is Tiki Palmer stepping out in this Sergio Ooh. Hudson dress. She was old Hollywood glamour gore Gina. First of all, it's the tweed and it's the breast for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's the boobies that are full and perked. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> the tits were titting. Um, <laughs> and she's feeling her body yeah i don't know if she had a booty before but she's also showing that out too she said she did not she said thank you son you ain't see that instagram video she did <laughs> no <laughs> mindy kaling oh yes. my god mindy simka simply stunning when i saw her Lily Collins and Vera Wang. Lily is not someone who's a staple on my list, but to your point about the black and whites. Yes. I loved it. It was it was beautiful. I would wear it. I feel like they de- she definitely looks better than Emily and from Emily in Paris. <laughs> yes. And last but certainly not least, Tim's. Tim's. First of all, Tim's has been killing it. Like, she's a newbie, but she's been killing it. She was in Robert Wound. I just hope she wasn't sitting in front of anybody <laughs> who couldn't see. <laughs> People going to get tired of you with these structured outfits, sis. Oh, my gosh. But she okay. fantastic. So, as I mentioned, Tom Brown, my favorite, um, he also dressed... Jenny Ortega I liked her moment it was very cute it was very Wednesday-esque to absolutely an extent you know yes. and so that was a lot of fun I'm just gonna go ahead and say this now so there was rumor saying that they weren't supposed to show up but they did the Kardashians they did and what I hate to admit is I love Kendall's look oh I love those shoes. I loved the exaggerated sleeves. Uh, she was in Mark Jacobs. I loved it. And of course, she's body yaddy yaddy, but love the hair, love the makeup. So that was her, something her I did not Her drugstore makeup? Her drugstore makeup that everybody's talking about? Oh, I didn't know that. Is it because she... Was was it not done well or did she only get it from people were praising that all she had on was drugstore makeup to create really yeah and it was like but when your family has cosmetics 
in Girl. their portfolio is this what? <laughs> is this what we want to second do on that path i'm just saying i'm just asking love that she's making her look affordable and accessible at least the face (laughs) so behind tom brown i thoroughly enjoyed gucci and here are my faves hallie bailey the ariel she looked like a billion bucks bro she was one of my favorite looks i'm sorry to say this from afar i didn't like the dress up close what i'm sorry and i had her on my list and then i saw the up close picture and i was like i don't love it the same she is stunning yeah but i did not love the ensemble as much when i saw it up close or at least how it was photographed selma hayek again in gucci that red Yes, ma'am. Again, Audi, 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 baby. You know, that's the one thing that I did appreciate about this carpet is like you were either in black and white or you were like monochromatic in like a particular color. Most of the time it was red and, you know, life. Mm-hmm. I'm living. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first look that got an audible reaction out of me was Jessica Justine. That blonde. Yes. Again, yes i was like yes sis yes. yes and she was filling herself on the carpet too i was like that is star power that is fashion i do wish the glasses were better but th- she was serving i was like blondes apparently have more fun you know and ice cold blonde too ice cold. ice elsa blonde okay <laughs> now this one was unexpected for me. Carisha. Huh. Loved Carisha look. Okay. I was not expecting it. And then, you know, Diddy or Brother Love and Sean John. <laughs> I thought they looked good together. I was like, oh, they go together real bad, don't they? Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. And then uh, two more people. When it comes to Florence, I was shocked that she shaved her head. And that head yeah. piece is dramatic, which I appreciated. But the shaved head, I was like, oh, okay, sis. Dramatic. Very. And she's best friends with Ash, apparently. Ashley Park. Is she? They were riding tough. They were, I love that. They were together in the morning before. They were together during. They were together after. They were photographed holding hands. I'm like, okay. And D-Wade and Simu. They were, the men were really strong for this particular Met. And they were. That brought me a lot of joy. I love all the textures. Like so many textures. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's talk about people you didn't like, Ashley. Oh, you know what? This year I didn't do a worst dress list. I think part of that was because I I found so many of the looks, even if I didn't love them, I was I found them interesting in one way or another. You know, I had some strong opinions last year about some people who looked like, in my opinion, really goofy. Yeah. But there was nobody this year that I just looked at and I was like, I don't get it or I don't like it. I didn't have that feeling. I think for the majority, I really enjoyed it. Do you have some worst dress? I wouldn't say worse stress. I would say I will. Let's call it confused. Okay. Uh, let's start with Little Don's X. Okay. I'm not exactly sure how his look goes with the thing. He's with, his own thing. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Kudos to him for the body yaddy yaddy. You know what yeah. I mean? To pull it off. Mm-hmm. None but, but draws. With the, with the mask, the, the bejeweled mask, confused. Ken's look was confusing to me. I know what she was. I understand the motivation, but it did nothing, nothing, nothing for me. And I just hate it. You can see the shapewear. Like, I love yeah. the concept of it. Yeah. But I hate it that you could see the shapewear. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about the cats on the red carpet. <laughs> you could not have paid me to guess that it was Jared Little in that cat costume. Yeah, quirky, quirky. He's quirky, though. 
of course he is and that's why i love his gorgeous face with his gorgeous hair but i love that when he took the mask off he still had the eyeliner yes yes like i'm not gonna be taking this off and i look sweaty and a mess i'm still gonna look as beautiful as i always do so all right and i forgot michaela cole first of all face card never declines my god never she's what i think of of like true like black beauty i don't know how else to say it but it's like her and motherland um, her and jody <laughs> turner smith like they are so like striking like physically yes. just like if, if i would see them in person i would just stare at them be in awe like wow the skin <laughs> the glow the cheekbones girl the nose everything it's like does the sun set around you or is it just always <laughs> is it always this glow we didn't talk about rihanna i love rihanna y'all know i love rihanna i love 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 rihanna rihanna takes risk with fashion and i love that personally rihanna was super late so late if you didn't know if she was gonna make it if you follow me i retweeted it was like this is 10 it's 10 o'clock where are you (laughs) She was so late. There have been Met Gala looks of Rihanna's that I have absolutely gagged over. This was yes. not that year for me. It Love. was the hair. It was the hair for me. It didn't. It didn't come together the way I needed to. But in the gown, beautiful. I love the effort. When I heard all the effort that went into girl, it. thirty hours per flower. Love that. Never Valentino. taking away from that artistry. Expensive. Yes, I just didn't love the look. I personally yeah. did not love the look, but I love Rihanna. So, and the I saw a video of find you somebody that looks at you the way that ASAP looks at Rihanna. And that moment they had on the part, like I'm not, I've never been like a stand for the relationship, but I was like, that was freaking adorable. First of all, never been a stand of the relationship, but I appreciate that he understands who he has to appreciate. Like that's my girl, Shine he calls baby, her Shine. Miss. Fenty. <laughs> yeah. Speaking on babies on the carpet, there were two reveals. The first one was Carly Kloss, but the one that really blew my mind was speaking of goats, Serena Williams with baby number two. We have talked about her so many times on this podcast from her announcing her retirement to the beautiful film called King Richard that we've recapped. Baby number two is on the way. I was so happy for when I saw her, I was like, her face looks different. Mm -hmm. That's what I first said. I was like, her face looks different. And then I Googled and I was like, ah, got it. The baby glow. Okay, here we go. So excited for you. You said what you wanted when you retired, which was to focus and expand your family. And I am so happy for you. And her husband is so happy. They're so adorable. He had like a bracelet that said Papa. I'm like, (laughs) so stinking cute. And I hope that this birth goes way smoother than her first. That part, that part. The final thing I want to talk to you about, Ashley are the no-shows. It's another Met Gala where we did not have the Tracy Ellis Ross, Zendaya, and Beyonce. Were you surprised that Beyonce didn't show up? No, because Beyonce is preparing for a world tour. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I have like, no expectations She's going Beyonce. on tour seven days from now. You think she's going to the Met Gala? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have no expectation. I also had no expectation of Zendaya because of Me what either. we've talked about with Law. Yep. And um, in terms of, who was the last person you just said? Tracy. Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, I mean, I'm sure Tracy is somewhere living her best life as the boss CEO that she is the one person <laughs> that I miss is Blake Lively girl because I love to see what Blake Lively puts together um 
with fashion. Like she's one of my absolute favorites in terms of her even just day-to-day wear. I'm like, can you style me? Like, I just love the way you put a look together. (laughs) Absolutely. So I miss Blake. Well, Ashley, again, I can't say I've had more fun on a Met Gala than this one. And again, let's take a moment to just talk about Janelle Monet's body. She lived her best life at the after party too. Girl. I don't know what she was drinking or smoking. Girl. But she was living her best life. High off life. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I see in the comments, people are saying she used to be so conservative. What happened? Da, 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 da. She used to be, t- whoever said she was conservative. No one said that. That's just the look she gave y'all during her performances for the, per- y'all realize so many people come in with a persona. Yes. And then over time, evolve and change and get more comfortable and become more of the artist they want to in different ways. Not, like, let people evolve. Let people live their best yes. life. And she looks amazing. Girl. She's one like... of she's one of my girl crushes, for sure. <laughs> I love it. And you know who else didn't show up? Gaga. No Gaga, and she always shows out in these, so. I don't know where Gaga is lately. Exactly. Oh, probably because of um, the movie, of the film, Joker. The Joker. Yeah. I thought they were done filming, though. But but you never know. They have post-production. There could be things she has to do, voiceover work, whatever, dubs, whatever. Right. All right, Ashley. What are we recapping next week? Guys, it's time to get back into some music. And by music, I mean praise. As we get into the (laughs) Peacock original film, Praise This, starring our girl, Chloe Bailey. Looking forward to this one as we look forward to everyone. But there was, if y'all have not, if you don't even care to watch the movie, at least listen to the soundtrack, y'all. It's so much fun. There is a song that I have on repeat that I cannot get out of my head because of that movie. So <laughs> I'm going to let y'all enjoy. Have a great time. Be blessed. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.